You may have heard the news about the United States, United Kingdom and Australia formalizing plans to develop a fleet of nuclear-powered submarines in Australia. And of course, the first question that we have when we hear that is, well, where is Canada in all of this? And what does this mean about Canada's strategy, particularly in the Indo-Pacific region? Well, joining us is Vincent Rigby, former National Security and Intelligence Advisor to the Prime Minister. Vincent, thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So is Canada missing out or are we being left out? I think it's an excellent question. And it's a question I think that needs to be posed to Ottawa, needs to be posed to the government. Um, it, it certainly stands out. And AUKUS has been around since 2021. There were questions at the time whether we'd been left out, we'd, whether we'd made a conscious decision not to join, whether we'd actually been invited or not. Um, but now this agreement is clearly... Uh, starting to move forward. This was a big, big announcement yesterday. Uh, they're putting some real teeth into it with the Australia purchasing nuclear-powered submarines. And it does look like Canada has missed the boat a little bit here, no pun intended. Um, it's clearly a move for the U.S., the U.K., and Australia to counter increasing Chinese aggressiveness and aggression in the region. Um, Canada recently released an Indo-Pacific strategy where it said that uh, China was a disruptive power and that Canada was going to do more to deal with this with this threat. But uh, here's a major, major deal involving three of our closest allies, and we're not there. So it does beg the question. Are, are some of the challenges that I know Australia faces in regards to Chinese influence, are they similar to what we've been talking about here in Canada? Well, when it comes to foreign interference, absolutely. I think every every country deals with this with this problem. I mean, it's been playing out in Canada in a in a in a very um, uh, interesting way, given that it's become a bit of a political football over the last uh, over the last couple of weeks. But uh, this is a this is an issue that uh, a lot of our friends and allies have have dealt with. Australia, in particular, and um, they had their own crisis a couple of years ago, and in response. Um, they really put uh, some some teeth into some measures to try and confront this kind of uh, this kind of interference. I mean, Australia is very much at the coalface when it comes to to confronting the, the sort of China reemergence on the global stage and its moves in the Asia Pacific region. Um, and in many respects, Canada look, can look to Australia and, and, and learn a few things about how we may want to move forward in countering that threat. Right now, we've got the uh, president, uh, U.S. President Joe Biden, coming to visit this month. Uh, you know, within a, a, about a week or so. What does that mean for Canada at this point? I mean, it's been quite a while into his administration before he's come to visit here in Canada. But what what is this an opportunity for, do you think? Well, I think that for Canada, traditionally, we've seen these kinds of sit-downs with the American president very much um, sort of a, an opportunity to, to pursue economic goals, uh, jobs, economic growth. Uh, growing the middle class, as the government likes to say, etc. Um, and those are all important things, very important things. Uh, we'll also talk about migration. We'll talk about the Inflation Reduction Act. But I think um, for the Americans, they are going to be thinking top of mind security and defense. And I think especially in the wake of something like this, uh, the AUKUS deal, plus everything you've been hearing recently with respect to China and the United States, but also Russia and just just a very dangerous world that's out there right now. The U.S. I think is going to be coming to Canada and going, OK, so what's your role here? What how are you going to how are you going to play on the world stage? How are you going to support us uh, in terms of, uh, of dealing with growing threats? So uh, there's a lot to be put on the table for Canada, what we're doing at home domestically, 
uh, in terms of foreign interference and all these other threats that we've been we've been seeing in terms of uh, Chinese hostile state activities, what we're going to do in North America with respect to NORAD modernization so that we can confront um, threats over the Arctic and other parts of the of the continent. And then finally, internationally, and again, not just with China, but with Russia as well. You know, we've we've provided over a billion dollars in assistance. To, to Ukraine, but a lot of people would say we should be providing more, especially when Ukraine is potentially going to be launching a major counteroffensive in the spring. Um, and do we have teeth to our Indo-Pacific strategy when it comes to China? And a lot of people would say no, that we haven't really got strong defense and security measures there. So, um, I mean, President Biden's going to be polite publicly, and he's going to say all the right things. And you know, there's a bit of a bromance there, I think, between <laughs> between the president and the prime minister right now. But I believe in private there may be some some messages that uh, we need Canada to really step up here and look at Australia, um, a country very similar in in size to ours, and uh, they're doing much, much, much more. Now, if we were left out of this security agreement, what do you think it says about how Canada is perceived by its allies? Well, I think, first of all, it's not an if. I think we've been left out. And what's interesting is in the Indo-Pacific strategy, there's very little mention of how Canada is going to play with the big allies in the region. And, And AUKUS is is not mentioned at all, I don't believe, or if it is mentioned, it's mentioned in passing. We're not part of AUKUS. We're, we're not part of this deal, and that's a, a big, big thing in, in, my, in, in my view. And it, it, it does sort of send a signal that when the United States wants to deal in this region, it's going to turn to other powers. And Canada is not, not one of them, not at this point in time, and we're not one of those powers because we don't put hard capabilities on, on the table. Um, I mean, Australia is going to buy nuclear-powered submarines. This is a huge deal. They are going to link their defense technology bases together. Uh, there are something like 17 working groups within AUKUS. I think that's the right number, looking at all kinds of different defense technology in terms of artificial intelligence, quantum systems, cyber. We're not part of all this. And so you've got three countries, three countries that are part of the five eyes, by the way, uh, our intelligence partnership uh, with these three countries plus New Zealand, and, and suddenly we're on the outside looking in. So it sends a signal, I think, um, and I don't think we are invited, and that's another issue. It wasn't that we were invited and we turned it down because it was just about nuclear power submarine, as some officials are saying. I just don't think we're invited because we're not seen as a serious enough player right now in that region. Hmm. Vincent, thank you so much for this. My pleasure. Thank you.